the blood, the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, where is the standard at? We in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, Terror by Night, Arrow by Day. And now here's Bishop Caldwell. Armed and dangerous. Turn with me in your Bible to Psalms 91. Psalms 91. And the 91st number of the book of Psalms, commencing at verse 1. The Bible says, He who dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. Shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the serpent, shalt thou trample under feet, because he had set his love upon me. Therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life, Will I satisfy him and show him 
my salvation. Ain't God good? I want to call your attention to that fifth and sixth verse. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day. I want to pause right there because I want to talk to you about terror by night, arrow by day. Every morning, we wake up and look at that television. Somebody else been murdered. Last night, they had seven shootings in this city. Seven. It's almost like, what in the world is really going on? Well, I can tell you this, and I can be dogmatic and emphatic about it. It's a whole lot going on that should not be going on. And the way that I perceive it is that the government is not taking care of the people. I think the government is so hell-bent on making money off folk until there's nothing for them to throw everybody in jail and get a per day per diem. That's what I believe. You don't have to believe it with me, but that's what I believe. In this fifth verse, Psalms 91, the word says that we should not be afraid. Say, no fear. No fear. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day. A, a flying arrow? Somebody has released that out of a boat. And that arrow has a target. And oftentimes the bull's eye is on our back. Terror by night. We're living in a time now where my heart goes out to our elderly citizens whose children may have relocated or for whatever reason, a lot of them are living alone. And I think one of the greatest fears that some old people may embrace on a continual basis is the strong possibility of them falling, breaking a leg or a hip. Because depending on what that age is and how severely broken that hip is, a lot of them will never get back home. The government or somebody going to put them in a nursing home. When we talk about terror by night and we take a look at what's really going on. When I used to do a lot of flying coming into certain cities at night, I noticed that, and this could be a conspiracy theory, but bear with me. I noticed that in some sections, doesn't matter what city is, Los Angeles, Chicago, Shreveport, does not matter. In some sections, it seemed to me as though they're light-coded because they got different hues of lights in different neighborhoods. Now, none of this may be, I don't know, but allow me to extrapolate. I believe that for the most part, a lot of 
of uh, the lighting systems that are in these areas. Maybe they've changed it now, I don't know. Uh, determine basically where majority of minorities live. And I guarantee you the better lit sections of any city is where the white folk are. We got terror by night. We got breaking and entering. We got raping and robbing. We've got stealing and killing. Why? Because there's no fear of God before their eyes. There's no fear of God before their eyes. So we've got terror by night. Old people afraid to even be living in their houses. There used to be a time where it's almost like... Um, I'm safe in my house. I feel safe. And now here come Junior them with his no home training self shooting up the neighborhood. Kill, kids are being killed in their bassinets by drive-by shooting. Terror by night. And then we've got arrow by day. And the arrows are flying. These arrows are flying because people are shooting at people. You know, it used to be where a lot of crime and stuff was committed at night. Killing and killing, broad open daylight. Because there's no fear of God before their eyes. So we got terror by night. And we have arrows flying by day. Now, I can get spiritual with you. I can because I know some people would like to use that scripture that we are not wrestling against flesh and blood. All right. I'll give you that. We're going to play pinochle. I'll give you that. But flesh and blood has a name. And the demon that's in that flesh and blood is what's creating the problem. And in this world, they don't lock up demons. They lock up people with demons in them. So John Boy has been sentenced to 50 years hard labor. Why? Because he broke in that house, raped that woman, robbed that family. Now, okay, so I give you that. We're not flesh and blood. But somebody has to be accountable. So I, I thought about this this morning, this thought of terror by night arrow by day and I started to think and in my opening statement here today I told you that the government is not taking care of the citizens in this country because budgets are being slashed we're in the middle of a pandemic and this did not just get started last March there is an evil system that's making money off the backs of people by locking them up. When those of us that have been here a minute, we, we, we lived through, I guess they had a, 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 a thing going to war on terror. Then Lyndon Johnson's administration, the war against poverty. Well, see, you gotta understand the way I understand it, in order to get money out of the U.S. Treasury, you have to declare a war. And that war is what validate giving all that money to these rich corporations and everybody else.
while the poor folk are struggling, sleeping on the street and on the bridges. And on the way here today, I was listening to the news and they was talking about how a lot of people don't want to work now. And they said, you know, because they're getting their stimulus checks. Well, that, that's part of it, could be. But then you have to ask yourself a question. How much does the government owe the people? How much does the government owe the people? So we have anarchy and chaos going on in the country because there is a vast amount of injustice. And it's playing out on the stage, broad open daylight, 24 hours a day. You know, there used to be a time where at midnight they played the Star Spangled Banner and the channel went off. That day is gone. We have 24 hours CNN. Headline news. And 99% of it is bad. And now we see why so many people have what? Bad nerves. <laughs> so I had some stats run. And I want to talk to you about that. And we're going to talk about a few more things. In America, today as I speak, in the merry month of April, 14th day, I'm sad to report to you that there are 2 million people in prison or in jail in the United States. 2 million. You know how many people that, that, that have them a lot of people. Two million. And every day that number is added to. I was telling someone, let me let me go on with this. So then there are two million people in prison in America. The incarceration rate has increased 500%. 500% in the last 40 years. 500%. Well, now you know I wanted to know how many Negroes was in that number. So let's look at the state of Louisiana. The state of Louisiana, incarceration in local jails and state prisons. Since 1970, the rate of incarceration in America has expanded more than fourfold. And the United States leads the world in locking people up. Many places in America have begun to reduce their use of prisons and jails but progress has been uneven. Although the number of people sent to state prisons and county jails from urban areas has decreased, that number has continued to rise in many rural places. Racial disparities in incarceration remains strikingly wide. Listen to this. Women constitute a rising number 
of those behind bars. That's another way of destroying the family. Just lock the wife up. And a horrendous thing that happened here the other week is that somebody killed a mother and she left nine children back here. This fact, this fact she provides at a glance information about how many people are locked up in both state prisons and county jails and shows where the state stands on a variety of matrix uh -huh, so that policymakers and the public can better determine where to target reform. Okay, now, the increase in Louisiana of the people that are being locked up has increased since 1983 to 2015, 152%. Y'all, Sheriff said, we, we, we need the good ones to stay, to wash the cars, to cut the grass, to cook the food. In jails, since 1970 to the year 2000, they have locked up the percentages, 665% have been locked up in jail in Louisiana. 665%. That's 14% of the population. Since 1970, the total jail population has increased 665% in 2015. Pre-trial detainees constitute 47% of the total jail population in Louisiana. That's in the jails. Now let me tell you what's going on in the prisons. In the prisons since 1983, they have increased in locking people up 30%. Since 2000, it has come down 29%. Since 1983, the prison custody population has increased 30%. In 2018, that was 13,673 people in the Louisiana prison system. Do you know that's a city population? And on the news the other day, they were talking about how atrocious Angola is. And how so many people are in Angola that don't have health care. They're not being taken care of. They're not being looked at. There is a mindset here in Louisiana that I call a Boudreaux mindset. Now, you know who Boudreaux is. Boudreaux is that white boy with that bulldog or with that bloodhound that turns him loose to go get that Negro out of them swamp. So the, the sick mentality, Dr. King called them our sick white brothers. The sick mentality is to lock up as many people as you can to destroy the black family, period. Now, I want to be even up here with what I'm reporting to you. 
People commit crimes. It does not matter what ethnic group they are from. A killer is a killer. A robber and a rapist are the same. But they're not treated the same in the system. We're seeing that right now with George Floyd's uh, this, this Chauvin trial. With this white police officer on this black man's neck for almost 10 minutes. And you have some folk around there arguing, talking about this man on George Floyd's neck is not responsible for George Floyd's death. It's real simple. Duh-uh. If George was walking around with no knee on his neck, he'd probably still be alive. I don't care how many drugs he had in his system. And they should not have allowed these defense attorneys to go back a couple of years back when George was arrested before. That has nothing to do with this. But what, what we're dealing with, and see, I know for some of y'all it's, it's difficult to realize you're black. I know it's a hard pill for you. And you work in labor and tall to be accepted by white folk. And I'm the Negro that God sent to tell you to give that up. You got to learn to be the best you that God has made you to be and go on about your business. So we, we have this, this despairing situation going on. Um, so evil is in the heart of man. And the eyes of the Lord runs to and fro in the earth beholding the evil and the good. So there's no such thing as a crime being committed and God doesn't know who did it. Because he's every place. So all these years that Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson been out there beating the drum, no justice, no peace, a lot of people don't realize that's God talking. God is a God of justice. He sees everything. He knows everything. All things are open before the eyes of him and with whom we have to do. That's in your Bible. And the darkness is like daylight to him. That's in your Bible. So God sees every break in. He sees every rape. He sees every robbery. He sees all of this stuff. Problem. Here's the problem. The white folk are the problem. In their so-called churches. Preaching and teaching hate. Segregation. Those are your evangelicals. And, and that's all this stuff that's going on basically in these white churches. There's no way in God's name. If the white preachers would have stood up and told them white folk. You got to love that Negro. Even though you destroyed his family. You done raped and sodomized grandmother and granddad over there. You've killed them. You, 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 you made cotton king. You have profited off of the back of their labor. Do y'all know Henrietta Lack? Some of y'all never heard of her. Henrietta Lack is the black woman that went to a doctor one day. And they drew some blood. And they discovered that Henrietta Lack's cells were alive. And today, her sales are still alive. 
and the pharmaceutical company have made billions and billions and that family is living in the ghetto up in the mountain somewhere and these white courts won't give the the uh, the, fetter, the the family of Henrietta Lack one red dime that's today that's 2021 so listen to what's being said when you think about terror that ain't that like terrorizing somebody to bring fear It's bad at night. You hear somebody out there and they didn't turn over your garbage can and they pulling on your door. Today's message, Terror by Night, Arrow by Day, FC3041, FC3041 is now available on CD for only $10 and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885 or you can mail any request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana 71119 or email us at net. Know Your Bible Radio Broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... Power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is... I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago and he answered me, came into my heart and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. 
Hello, this is Bishop Caldwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you.